Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 35. Today, we'll be discussing The Walking Dead season 9, episode 11 and 12, with the theme of survival. We'll also talk about other TV shows and movies that we've watched, including This Is Us, Paddleton, The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind, and The Favorite. Before we dive in, Diana, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Brooke. Awesome. Anything exciting happened to- this week? Um, I had improv workshop yesterday, Yay. and I learned some new things. Cool. It was actually really fun. One of the exercises that we had to do was do the worst improv you possibly can do. Oh. And so, and they said, break every rule, just go up there and do it. And so we did. And you know what? They were so hilarious. Really? And it was because we were so focused and so committed to doing the worst job we could. Oh. And really, that's what you need to do. Okay. Just as long as you're you're committed to something, that's when things become funny. Got it. Or, okay. you know, it works in a scene. Yeah. And so I was trying my darndest to do break every rule that I could think of. And it was just it was they they were all amazing scenes that's everybody cool. that everybody got up and did so that's cool. it was fun yeah and that's something new that you haven't done yes this okay. workshop well it's this particular workshop i okay. take my ongoing classes but they bring in uh div- different improvisers um to come teach workshops just to teach us you know from someone else oh. skills I'd like to learn about that. I'd like yeah. to see what that actually, you know, yeah. an example of that. Yeah. That would be really cool. You can come to one of my shows. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> Yay, thank you. <laughs> How has your weekend week been? It's been cool. I took a day off yesterday from work, and I normally work Saturdays, uh, but I wanted to spend time with the family and just yeah. not wake up to an alarm clock and just kind of see what the day was like on a Saturday at home. And it's been a few weeks since I've done that. So we ended up. We wanted to go to the zoo, but it was raining, of course, and uh-huh. so we decided not to do that. And then we ended up downtown San Jose, and we went to the Tech Museum. Oh, nice! Yeah, I haven't been there uh, in in quite a few years. Yeah, yeah. But it was awesome. It was, uh, you know, perfect rain, you know, rainy day adventure with the family. And to our surprise, we ended up. Uh, doing so, the Tech Museum they have the body exhibit. Have you ever heard of that? It's where they have preserved human bodies. Oh my gosh! Yes, where they've donated their bodies. Are they going to wake up and become mm-hmm. walkers? I don't know. <laughs> Zombies. I don't know that I would want to be there at night closing mm-hmm. the tech museum, but it was. It's artistic. So mm. uh, if you go to the tech museum's web web page, I'm sure you could. Uh, see pictures of the exhibit, which Mm -hmm. I had no idea that that was even there. And we were just talking about it over dinner uh, just a few days ago. So I was, it was quite a surprise to see this actually there. And uh, Dominic, he's nine, Gemma is four. They were, they did not think that those were real bodies at first. And Mm -hmm. honestly, when we got there, I'm like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Is this, because it looks plastic or it looks like a model. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, wait, I think this is the body exhibit. Yeah. And then there's information, of course. Yeah. Um, but I recommend it. It's really cool to oh, see. Nice. It's amazing what they've done to preserve the bodies and how yeah. they display them. Yeah. As if they're, uh, like, there's one called The Dancer, and they just, they uh, take the body and they, they transform her into the way she looks like she's dancing. Mm. Uh, there's a baseball player. He's holding wow. a bat. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the way that it looks, it's not, it doesn't look like a mummy. 
is because they don't have their uh, skin tissue. Mm -hmm. So it's just muscular. Oh, I see. Uh Bone. And then you can see uh, the uh, nervous system. There's so much. It's interesting. I mean, it's it's very cool. the nerves all connecting to the fingertips it's really cool yeah yeah it's very bizarre but neat (laughs) so brooke i was thinking Mm -hmm. about the apocalypse yeah and i think about that all the time what would you do in a zombie apocalypse oh my well from what i think about you know i i don't have a garage stocked full of water and food. I look at my pantry and I'm like, oh, what's for dinner? You know, I have to go to the store. So I think it would be really hard. I think I would be one of those people. If I hear about it, it's happening. I would, I'd be looting. I would be going to the (laughs) store. I would get my supplies. I would hope that we would have a a family plan, you know, to make sure we all get here. How long do we wait for you? Do we wait for you at all? Do we leave? Yeah. You know, I do think about that. Uh, Dominic, he came to me and we we're in the garage and he's going through the toolbox and mm-hmm. he's like, Mom, which one of these would be your uh, weapon uh-huh. of choice? And I'm and he's looking at like a wrench and, you know, and I'm like, ah, no, I don't think that's it. And there's a perfectly good crowbar in the toolbox. I'm like, duh, that right there. It's like, you know, you can whack with it. You could stab. You know, there's a handle where you could pull it out. All the, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about this all the time. I do. And I think about the safety of my family. Yeah. Where would I run and hide in my home? Mm-hmm. There's a lot to think about. So I, de- I do believe that I need to organize our plan, our emergency plan mm-hmm. for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. So I was thinking the other day. Yeah. Uh, because we're here in the studio, which is separate from the house. So I was thinking if one of my sons was in here. How would he get to the main living area if the yard was filled with walkers? Oh, I know. And I was thinking, well, yeah. it's funny, but I, while I was in the kitchen, I was looking out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what if he was stuck in there? And I'd have to distract them to, to get them to go a different way and for him to get. I, I was visualizing this, everyone. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, how would I do this? How would we do this? We have to make some noise so we could distract him to come this way and he'd have to run into the house somehow <laughs> yeah. without getting bit or attacked. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It just And then when I was walking my dog, I thought about what if there is a, um, you know, a zombie walker going down the street? And then I thought, what if it ran? Because I'm just thinking it oh, walks right. like, it does on The Walking Dead. I thought, what if it ran like in World War Z? Mm. That's those are so scary. I know. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, no. So, yeah. and then I wondered, what kind of person would I be on The Walking Dead? Who would you be most like? Right. Who do you think? Well, I was thinking that I would be most like um, one person. I thought of was Lori. Oh, okay. And because she was very mom mode. Mm-hmm. And there was one other person I was thinking, uh, I wish I would be like Michonne or Carol, but I don't know that I would do it. I mean, I don't know if I could be that skillful mm-hmm. and brave. I don't but. know that I could be more like Carol. I think she went through a dark phase. Yeah, she, she did. Was, That's why I'm know. saying that wasn't me. Yeah, I think... M- for me, I could probably be more of like an Andrea or a Michonne, you know, a strong. Well, Michonne or Andrea, even though she was quite annoying, 
she was seemed like more of a regular person because she really cared about people. She wanted mm-hmm. peace for people, mm-hmm. but at the same time, she was going to fight. Yep. Yep. She was strong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think her last season for me was, I, I felt like I really got to know her and mm-hmm. she, she really grew as a character on the show. And I, I really, I did like her. Like you said, you know, she was, uh, she had her, you know, bad reviews, but I, I still liked her yeah. for her strength and her honor mm-hmm. and the relationship that she had with Michonne. But yeah. I, I mean, I, I would like to be like Michonne myself, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. I right? think yeah. that I we're going to have to go and get ourselves katanas, you know, yes, so we, we just have those hanging over the mantle yeah. just in time. <laughs> yes, I think we should, too. <laughs> so listeners, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? How we- would you survive? Let us know what you would do. Go to our webpage listed in our show notes where you could find our YouTube channel and leave a comment on what you would do in the zombie apocalypse. We want to know. And now for our recaps. In Season 9, Episode 11, Bounty, Alpha and Daryl negotiate to exchange Luke and Alden for Lydia. Daryl did not want to give up Lydia at first until he noticed that one of the Whisperers was holding a crying baby and then realized how dangerous the situation is. Connie was hiding in the cornfield and bravely rescues the crying baby from a herd of walkers. Thankfully, she made it out of the field and safely into hilltop walls. Enid brings Lydia and Henry back to Hilltop so that Lydia can go back to her people and Luke and Alden are returned safely to their people. Meanwhile, at the kingdom, Carol and Ezekiel go on an elk hunting mission before the walkers get the elk first. They bring back a projector bulb from Ezekiel's secret mission he tried to hide from Carol. Carol and Ezekiel look forward to seeing their son Henry and they have no idea about the whispers or that Jesus is dead. Now that Henry is missing, what will Carol do once she finds out? Season 9, Episode 12, Guardians. In this episode, both Michonne and Alpha's leadership is tested. Henry trails Lydia and the Whispers, only to be found by Beta, Alpha's right-hand man. Lydia is ordered to kill Henry to prove her loyalty, but not right before Daryl and Connie are able to rescue them. At Alexandria... We get to see Negan plead his case to helping out Michonne and serving a purpose, but she rejects his offer. At the kingdom, they are preparing for the fair to promote trade and community, but something is brewing and we will get a look at it in tonight's episode number 13. Okay, so now we are going to discuss our theme of survival. Brooke, where did you see survival in these episodes? Yes. So I saw survival in The Whispers. Uh, When Lydia was returned to her mom, Mm -hmm. Alpha just seemed so much more scarier than I could have imagined. Mm -hmm. I mean, that lady just, she's so scary. Uh, She, I don't understand how she could let a poor innocent baby just become eaten by walkers. That, that's so cruel. Alpha is so intense and has high authority over her people. She actually referred to her people as animals. And when Daryl heard the baby crying or fussing in that lady's arms, he says to Alpha, you brought a baby out here? And Alpha replied to him, we're animals. Animals live out here. Animals have babies. So we have babies out here. Oh my gosh. I was so cringe. I just couldn't believe it. Like, what? You're so good. 
I love your alpha impression. <laughs> she gets to me, though. Yeah. You know, I love that character. And I like the antagonist characters. She is by far my most favorite in The Walking Dead. She just gives me goosebumps every time. Like her yeah. face. Yeah. You know, even with her mask. Um, just her personality. Uh, I don't like the relationship that she has with her daughter. I know. I was going to say in survival, the theme of survival, uh, what I brought up was Alpha's way of survival and her parenting. Yeah. So, you know, watching uh, or listening to her talk about how she watched Lydia suffocate at age three with plastic. Yeah. And after helping her and asking her if she's okay, she slaps her super hard to teach her to never do it again. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Can you well, imagine three years old? No. And just letting it happen, you know. like yes. you, can, you know, like my initial reaction as a parent would be like, oh, my God. You know, and I take go it running off. over there. Yes. Yeah, like crazy lady. And then uh, for her to just be so just subdue and just oh you're gonna learn your lesson if that was what she was trying to do yes that's exactly what she was trying to Uh, do yeah i don't know but i don't i just don't understand like the baby first of all you know the baby could have been left at the community because since you know they show that they even have a community Mm -hmm. like why did they bring the baby to hilltop i don't understand that survival technique why why did this lady have to go you know because they're animals because it's a, they <laughs> animals okay yeah and how they're just gonna leave the baby you know she just turned around give her that look mm-hmm. it's like okay this is how it is deal with that <laughs> you know do something about it but i was yeah i was i was like on edge my my palms were sweating yeah i'm like don't do it don't do it i'm holding yeah. david yeah. you know he's yeah. eight months now. i know i was shocked it was like oh my god i can't believe this is happening mm-hmm. and you know, you see Luke and Alden kind of freaking oh, out. Yeah. Like, they're all handcuffed and mm-hmm. or tied behind. Not handcuffed, because there's no handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, rope tied Animals don't them. have handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, and he signs to Connie. Yeah. I love that. I was like, oh, cool. He's signing. And she, yeah. you know, uh, she goes for it. She and she's, yeah. you know, they're communicating. He sees her out there. It's random, but okay, he saw her. Yeah. And then she goes and saves that baby mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was so i love that yeah in the cornfield yeah she's at you and know? she's yeah. doing it you know and, and then, she can't hear so i know can you imagine because you can't hear the walkers i mean everyone else can hear the walkers because of their yeah growling noise that they make right. or whatever so she has but. to go off of like a, a sense or sonar or something yeah. and even sight which you can't right. always see them right so so and then daryl and everybody comes and I was so glad to see that Grace Under Fire has adopted the baby. The lady from Grace Under oh, Fire. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She did. But, oh, did she adopt? The, oh, that's right. I she forgot. had the baby. Yes. Brett Butler. Yes. I knew you were oh, talking Brett about. Oh, Brett Butler. Okay. You know, for some reason, my mind went to that she was on Fear the Walking Dead. Don't ask me why. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah. where'd the baby go? And yeah, then at yeah, the yeah. end, they're like, yeah. oh, they have, oh, so, you know, because their son died last yes. season. And so now they have a new chance of, you know, being yeah. parents. And Exactly. Oh, that was so sweet. I'm just glad that baby didn't get eaten. I know. <laughs> I was like, don't do this to me. Don't yeah, do it. It's crazy. So where else did you see the theme of survival? Ooh, I also saw survival in the kingdom. 
when Ezekiel had that secret mission that he was trying to hide from Carol when they went to go get that projector light bulb from the theater. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, when she finds out about the mission, she supports her king and his decisions. She was very uh, concerned about what was happening on that mission, what they were trying to get and achieve. But once Carol and Ezekiel uh, talked about the document that they have that's called Multi-Community Charter of Rights, mm-hmm. and that was given to them by Tara and Jesus, and it, it appears to have a legislation that will join Kingdom, Hilltop, Alexandria, and Oceanside. And being that the survivors are actually getting to the point in life where they can truly rebuild a world that they once had is a considerable example of how these particular groups have built an alternative existence, mm-hmm. which I just love that they're moving forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what will happen at the trade fair if they're going to, you know, if they get that if far. They get that, I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, is yeah. this going to be an ambush? Like, what's going to happen with... Whispers? Are they going to, you know, because the, they're loading up their uh, cargo as we speak. I want to bring up, um, I'm not sure what's happening, but you know how they go in the flashback and Tara tells mm-hmm. them that, um, oh, about Maggie yeah. and Michonne. Mm-hmm. I'm just so, and that's why Tara tells Ezekiel to hold on to the mm-hmm. Charter. I'm just really curious what's going to come from all of that. Like, I, I can't wait to know what happened. What something? Some, definitely it, did. it appears that Tara gave supplies or something that Alexandria had to either Maggie or somebody else, and I don't think Michonne was happy about it because Michonne is right now about building her own community up and taking care of themselves right which is so interesting to me i'm like really okay you know i'll be so interested to know it and i'm sure it has to do still with the exes on daryl and michonne's back Mm -hmm. I, i can't wait to find out because there's been six years Right. And we don't know so much that has happened in the right. six years. So. Yeah. And, and even Henry, he brought that up, you know, because he told Daryl, I saw those scars on your back. Yeah. And he said something. He said, uh, I want I want to know uh, what you did to help things back when that happened. Or, you know, I know what you did to help. And Daryl's like, you don't know nothing. You know, like, <laughs> you don't know half the stuff. So yeah. I'm wondering, like you said, I think mm-hmm. that's all like that inner circle yeah. of what happened. So uh, as part of their survival to, right. you know, like you said, Michonne, she's trying to keep Alexandria uh, on their on their feet. And then what did that have to do with everybody else? What is, you know, how did they get divided? Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Uh, it's getting me. So it leads me to um, my other point about on survival and It's that Michonne is in survival mode, protecting Alexandria with her veto. Basically, however the council decides to vote, Michonne has the power to make the ultimate decision and veto the council since she is head of security. And the council is not happy and asks, what does this say about Alexandria if it survives, but they let the kingdom fall? And Michonne replies, it means Alexandria survives. She is trying to protect Alexandrians and her family, but 
after talking with Negan, she rethinks her decision and talks with Aaron and will not veto the council if they vote to go to the fair. And then she also finds out Judith is talking to Negan. And Judith explains that she feels sorry for him and that he has changed. And so Michonne forbids her to see him. And Judith tells Michonne that she was able to change. So why can't Negan? Yeah. Which is all very interesting. That wise little girl. (laughs) It is interesting. And even Negan himself told Michonne that he changed. Yeah. And he's pleading with her in that jail cell. Of course he's going to say that, though, right? So I can see how she's... uh, hesitant to I would be and I'm glad she is because she just said okay fine then that would be unbelievable to me yeah so I like yeah that she's you know well maybe maybe she's gonna need him she may need him and Mm -hmm. that might be what happens but yeah I mean I can see how she would be afraid of letting him go because he could easily take power from her or try to Mm mm-hmm Little by little, and then get people to trust in him, and then he could revert to his old ways. I could see her being afraid of all of that. So, again, I like that she's taking her time. Yeah, I do, too. Did you think Negan was manipulative? Right then? Or even before, when he was... Before, totally. Yeah, so... Yes, totally. Right now, I'm actually believing him. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though I don't want to. I know. Now I'm starting to get a little mind twisted. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. I, I like yeah. you now. Wait. I know, right? <laughs> Hold on. That's What's what I'm happening? saying. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you head basher. <laughs> he even said that too. I, I know. bashed everybody's heads. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, Brooke, what other things did you notice in these episodes? Uh, that I noticed that Alpha seems to have kept her title as Alpha uh, when she was challenged by her um, other two uh, whispers, and they she accused them of talking in the forest about uh, maybe taking her title, and so when they uh, they challenged her, she did not mess around. She figured it out. She knew exactly who. It was, whether it was the boyfriend or the girlfriend, she picked out the girlfriend <laughs> and don't mess with her because she will cut your head off. And when she stands behind you, better watch your back. I know, right? <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. That was, that was awesome. You know, I really thought that those special effects were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that head looked just like her if it was on her body still. So mm-hmm. I don't know how what technology they're doing to make it look so real. I thought they did a great job. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. And then I also saw um, that Jerry and Nebula, uh, his wife, they have three kids now and a baby. It's yeah. just, oh, it's so sweet. Yeah. I love Jerry. He's such a lovable character. And I just want to give him a big hug. You know? <laughs> and he, I feel like he's brought sensitivity and humor yes. into the show. And I really, I, I'm a dear to that. Two things I want to bring up about Jerry was one was on uh, The Talking Dead. Mm-hmm. He was talking about having the three kids and how that was because he feels safe 
Oh. at the kingdom right yeah. now to bring in children. Right. And um, Chris Hardwick was saying, yeah, because you feel like there's hope and there's a future, which yeah. I thought was so cool, right? Because right. that's what you end up doing. You're yeah. rebuilding. The other thing was the music. Oh, yeah. I wrote, I found the songs because... Oh, was that the, what you were referring to? The music? With that particular song, that funky yeah. music? Okay. Yeah. So that song Eddie, by Eddie Harris, It's All Right. And that's that's like his theme song now, I, I think. Uh, and it was, so, it was so funny watching all of them with their heads, <laughs> you know, bobbing yes. along. Yes. So it was very cool. That was cute. What other points, other things did you notice? When Henry talks to Daryl about what happened at Alexandria, I know what you did to help when things went bad there. And Daryl responds, no, you don't. And so I just really, like I was saying before, I really want to understand more about what happened between Mm -hmm. those colonies. Yeah. And I look forward to hearing more. Diana, what did you notice in the episodes? So... This quadruple relationship and the baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Father Gabriel took it better than I thought. And so did Eugene. I mean, I had no idea how they were going to react right. to each other. Mm-hmm. And um, But it was so funny seeing Eugene compile this chart. I just thought it was hilarious and also so heartwarming. He loves Rosita. And even though he is last on the list, he wants her to be happy. So he tells Father Gabriel that he would be a damn fool to let her go. Let her go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rosita is the best thing that has happened to him. And he says, you know, ultimately it is Rosita's decision, but reminds him that she loves him. He says, put your hangups on the back burner. If you love each other, stop wasting time. That is all we have in the end. And Father Gabriel says, time or love? And Eugene says, both. Mm. I just wasn't sure I was going to come together, and I was happy that that is how it did come together. He was so cute when he had the charts about, like, you know, the pros and the cons and, like, just weighing everything out about how she sh- he should go advi- go about this and giving him the advice that he needed that was that was really sweet I, I think I I saw somewhere um, they had blown up the chart mm-hmm. and it said on there um, teaching him or her sports I mean it had really <laughs> you know yeah he was saying that it was things. hard not yeah. to laugh because of what it actually said on yeah. there it was yeah. so cute <laughs> so it was just yeah it was very cute. I also um, really wanted just to bring up um, this Daryl-Connie duo, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I did not see it coming, but I do like it. Yeah. Do you think there's chemistry? Yeah. Yeah? I I mean, right now they're just friendly toward each other, but I could... I, I just... It's funny how it just clicked, right? It just it, they just worked together. Yeah. I mean, I just saw when she said, "Oh, can I go with you?" and he yeah. said, "Yes." I don't know. I just saw it working. I just feel like they're a Did good he say combo. Yes? Well, yeah, he let her come along cuz oh. she showed him the paper yeah. like, "Why do you want to go?" Yeah. Um in the when they were looking for Henry and then she's like, "Oh, there was a struggle." She wrote on the paper. 
and then he was like he said something out loud and she's like she touched him she tapped him and then she's like you know i'm i lip i read lips <laughs> he was like oh yeah there was a struggle <laughs> he repeated exactly what she wrote down that's pretty cute yeah, I like. I, yeah, I mean, who's to say? I mean, people are speculating. Oh my I goodness! Know. And now it's going to be a love thing. And whether it is or it isn't, it's good. I whether they're friends is good. Whether there's a relationship, I think it'll be good. It'll be new. Because I okay, yes, we want him to eventually be with Carol. Yes, we do. But right now, she's with Ezekiel. So yeah, let Daryl have some time here. Let him have somebody in his life. So oh. I just think it's it's great. You know, I yeah, I like to see him with. I don't yeah. know if he. Yeah, but people are all saying no. You really? Know, wait for Carol. Nah. It's got to be Carol. That like. ship has sailed. <laughs> they are like brother and sister yeah, at this point, yeah. I feel. And uh, I think it'd be really cute, you know, if he. Plus, he's so feral. He's been out there. I know. You know, he's right. Like, I, don't know. <laughs> I know. I still love I him, though. I still love me some Daryl. <laughs> and then um, the last thing I want to bring up is that symbol. And yeah. who are Highwaymen. That's what they're called? Highwaymen? Highwaymen. Oh, man. They're not the Whisper? So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's, so there's a new threat, which I find so exciting. I'm like, yes. I mean, I don't want there to be all these threats, but it's a surprise because you're thinking, oh, they're just dealing with just the Whispers. whispers. But now there is also another threat, which I think is the show and the story and everything. It just... Needs it. I love when there's a surprise, and I feel like it's a surprise. So it's, I feel like it's going to be a surprise also because Michonne said that they didn't want to be a part of the fair because the roads are so messed up mm-hmm. on your way there. From mm-hmm. so like, who is their nearest help if they need help, and if they're going to be gathering there? Yeah, you know, I don't know, or maybe Michonne or Alexandria, they're going to run into the highwaymen or what because they're on their way. I need a map. I don't know where everybody is in regards to each other you know what you we know? should get a map <laughs> yeah, we need to know so. how to get our way around yes <laughs> <laughs> to, to visit all the communities yes hey diana yeah why do you love the walking dead i love that they bring up rick grimes because i'm still missing him uh negan brings him up and michonne brings him up and you know, I love how we grow with the characters and that its gruesomeness still makes me cringe. Like in the popcorn machine when the walker was trying to get through Ooh, yeah. and its head got torn off. It was like, oh my God. And then when Beta was skinning that walker's Ew. head off. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. I really like Beta. I think he's a cool addition to the whispers community yeah yeah i didn't I actually didn't see him i didn't know that he was going to be in the show until this last episode mm-hmm. and they introduced him and i was like oh opie i know opie survived <laughs> the zombie apocalypse yeah it's so cool to see him yeah and his strong character and that she has a right hand man or right hand whisperer right you know right it's pretty cool so brooke yes why do you love the walking dead well i love that there is a new threat and the whispers are not evolved talking walkers as some people thought they were in the beginning they are actual people and they are creepy 
I love that the whisperers have studied the walkers enough to know how to live amongst them, which makes them even more scary and wild. The Walking Dead team never disappoints when it comes to keeping the thrill. Okay, so we are at our segment, and the award goes to. So, Brooke, what is your favorite quote? character or moment? Well, my favorite character, as you know, is Alpha. I am so into her character right now. She is just downright evil, and I am actually loving this season so much because of her. Hmm. What about you, Diana? My favorite character right now is Judith, again. Although she was hardly in the episodes, I love the parts she was in. (laughs) I love the exchange with Michonne. Michonne, people don't change. Not really. Judith, you did. Mm -hmm. Michonne, go to your room. (laughs) (laughs) Little girl. (laughs) So motherly. It's like, I don't know what to say. So just go to your room. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love it. Okay, so we are at our segment of what are you currently watching? So, Brooke, what are you currently watching? Well, the TV shows that I've seen recently are, in my opinion, quite a a little bit disturbing. And the reason why I say that is because they're two documentaries that are pretty similar to each other, but they just have a different uh, story. And so one of them is called Lorena, and that is a documentary on Lorena Bobbitt mm-hmm. and what happened back in the 90s where she was uh, she was basically an abused wife. And she decided that one evening she was going to go ahead and cut her husband's man part off Mm -hmm. and throw it outside her moving car. Yes, I remember that. Oh my gosh. I had no idea. I didn't understand why that happened, but watching that documentary really explained a lot. So would I recommend that? Yes. Watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. I think it is definitely... I thought you meant what I recommend. (laughs) Oh. Oh, that I don't recommend. Correction. Whoever heard that wrong, (laughs) don't do it. I recommend do not do it. She recommends watching the Watch movie. It. Watch the movie. Oh, God. It sorry. was four parts. Um, so I think it was pretty good to understand if you don't already know about the entire story. Because I had no idea what it was about or why she did that. Uh, the other one that I'm watching is called Surviving R. Kelly. That was a six-part documentary. It's on Lifetime. Do I recommend watching it? I don't know how much you can stomach. Because mm. I stopped watching it. Mm. After four episodes, I was done. He's making headlines right now. Yeah, Um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I just had to see what people were talking about. I've had recommendations to watch it, but do I recommend it? No. Unless you want to know a little bit or how you can control how much you want to watch because, you know, it's just per episode. And I stopped at episode four. I'm done. Mm -hmm. So disturbing. And I just, you know, I can't do it anymore. But at least I know what happened with their stories and who knows what the outcome will be because currently he's facing some heavy charges. As far as movies go, I watched Sorry to Bother You, The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind by Chiwetel Ejiofor, and that was amazingly beautiful. Uh, That story was incredible. And then I also watched The Favorite, and that was really cool. I was very happy to see that. So I still want to watch that. Yeah. 
I recommend that one for yeah. sure. It was very good. Okay. The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind, what is that about? That one's about uh, a village in Africa, and in a, their community is farmland, which is it seems almost impossible to farm in that community or that area. And they were facing a drought, and there were so many political things going on to prevent them from uh, getting their resources that they need. So this 13-year-old boy, he decided that he wanted to go to school and learn about electricity and try to help the drought with the farmland. Oh, yeah, okay. it's good. Yeah. Thirteen years old. Yeah, you gotta check it out. That's yeah. on Netflix. Okay. So, Diana, what are you currently watching? I have so many reality shows that I watch, but we won't get into those. <laughs> Besides <laughs> that, on uh, TV, I'm watching This Is Us, of course. And you said you just started. I watching just started that. it. Totally fell in love. I, yes. Yeah. It's so easy to fall in love. And it's no. so good. So yeah. anybody that is not watching This Is Us, watch This Is Us. It's just so good. It's about three siblings and their parents. And it's flashback into the 70s, 80s. Yeah, late 70s. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When uh, the parents have the kids. And mm-hmm. it's just about family. Yeah. And um, the struggles you have. And uh, even though you may get mad at your family, um they're still there to support you. There's yes. a lot of love there. And yeah. uh, it does have some uh, some humor in it, too. And it's just really a great show. So check that out. Check Especially that out. after watching Surviving R. Kelly. Because you, need you need something, something positive yes. after that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I also watch Ride with Norman Reedus. Mm. And the reason I just wanted to bring it up was because Stephen Yoon was on there, who was Glenn on The Walking Dead. Um, but they were reunited in the show. And what it is is he takes different people for a ride and they end up in another city or state or country. And this one with Stephen was here in the Bay Area, which I loved seeing. That's I had awesome. seen views on the show that I had never seen. I'm thinking, gosh, I live here. How do I not see this? Yeah. It made me want to branch out and view our beautiful area okay. here that we have. So watch that episode. Um, at yeah, least. it was just it was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And then he also has a show with Melissa McBride where they go to Scotland and they find out about mm. they trace back her um her ancestry. Yes, or? and it's it's actually emotional for her and Aww. it's awesome that he was able to share it and I just love it because you mm. know how close they are on the show their characters are I feel like they're really friends yeah. like that in real life and now that's he cool. shared something with her and was with her on something very important that's close right. to her heart so mm. it's kind of like they have these connections which I think is so awesome that's cool well uh, and Steven Yoon he was in Sorry to Bother You yes which I saw too yeah. and that's a strange movie and Critically, it was it, it got good reviews, but yeah. it's very strange, and everyone, it's not for everyone. No. It's very odd, <laughs> yeah. and um, some parts are very clever. The beginning was very clever, but then it started to get a little more outrageous for me, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. What's nice is that they're trying to bring their, the director, writer is trying to bring his thoughts his political, I guess, yeah. thoughts, but it's kind of not taking itself too seriously either. Right. It kind of reminded me, even though it's got a little bit different tone and context, it reminded me of Idiocracy. I haven't seen that. Oh. Yeah. 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 You, I recommend that one, y'all. That one's really, you know, talk about politics and just kind of with the times now. Uh, but if you were to see Idiocracy and then you could relate that to 
sorry to bother you. You can see the similarities in that. I also saw Paddleton. Okay. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's a comedy drama about two middle-aged neighbor friends. Mark, played by Mark Duplass, is diagnosed with cancer and asks his friend Andy, played by mm. Ray Romano, to help him end his life. It is funny, moving film, and it made me cry. Um, their relationship is so endearing and real. Um, you know, you feel like you're peeking in on two friends just going about their lives, and they share their love of pizza, kung fu movies, and Paddleton, a game they made up. It's a really touching story about friendship, and I love and I recommend watching it. I also saw Period, End of Sentence. This is an Oscar-winning Netflix documentary short oh, yeah. on menstruation and how it limits women's education and prosperity in India. It was it was interesting and eye-opening to learn about the stigmatism that exists in other countries. So it's really good to... Um, it's. I recommend that. It's short. It's like 26 minutes. Oh, okay. And then just last night, I saw Boy Erased, a biographical film based on um, Garrett Conley's 2016 memoir of the same name. Um, it's about a young man played by Lucas Hedges being outed as gay and his parents send him to a Christian gay conversion therapy program. It's really tough to watch, but I love that his mother stands up for him and apologizes to him for letting him down. His mother was played by Nicole Kidman mm -hmm. and his father was played by Russell Crowe. And there's um, really good performances in this film. Okay. Oh, I, I look forward yeah. to checking those out. Yeah, I love true stories. So yeah, it's a good one. Thanks, Diana. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you and gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Rate, review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. Let us know what you would do in the zombie apocalypse. We'll be uploading a new episode Tuesday, March 26th. Next show will be on The Walking Dead, Season 9, Episodes 13 and 14. You can find our blog listed in our show notes. See you next time. Bye. Bye.